It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. So we obviously went with the trend of one ring finger color is a different color. Can you show them your other hand too? There oh it is. My goodness. And what color are your nails? What color are they? Pink and what else? Blue. Blue. Pink on and the blue. ring finger. Um, do you like your manicure? Do you like your manicure? Yeah. Do you think that I did a good job painting? Yeah. Yeah. Um that's basically all the questions I have about nails. All right. Can you tell everyone to have a fantastic Wednesday? Hey, Bob. Can you tell everyone to have a fantastic Wednesday in Bob voice? Have a fantastic Wednesday. You know, you teach her these things, and then later <laughs> when she uses them against us, we act surprised, but you teach her them like as if it's cute. Can you, can you please give everyone a little Bob? No? Can you, can you give an I love you? With your manicure? Oh yeah, she did it yesterday. She's so you good. You tell everyone I, I love you. Need help? You hold daddy's hand. Great plan. Great plan. And there you have it, All everyone. Right. Have a great day. Bye. Boom. Go help brother get to school. You got to get your booster. Okay. She doesn't actually sit in a booster seat. Do not send us emails. She just found an old booster seat of her brother's, and she likes to drag it around our house. So. Yes, we know that a child her age should be in a car seat. Don't worry, she is. Um, guys, I'm actually like ready for work in the morning show. It's amazing. Get out Noah. of my chair. Noah Get out of my chair. Uh, you're crazy. Um, I have a day, like, who this week? Anyone else have a week that's like trying to take them down? That this might be the busiest week of my whole life. Uh, every single day I'm in the office, I'm in meetings from 9.30 to 5, and uh, on the days I'm not in the office, uh, we're filming really big stuff this week, so uh, I hustled this morning, got myself, got my life together before I sat down with you. So do not adjust your screens, it's just that I actually, I'm ready. You look so attractive today Thank though, you. honey. Thank you, I'm wearing a turtleneck, and if oh. you're like, Rachel, where does one find such a fantastic turtleneck? Well, you find it in the clearance section of J. Crew Crew Cuts, which oh. is the kids part. Uh, I am 5'2", and so uh, human, adult human clothes don't often fit me. But the extra large in the kids section of Crew Cuts sure does. So this was $7. Look at the blue on blue, though. Blue on we are blue. matching today. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I just was looking at my Halloween costume, which I will don't not suggest what, what it is. is. But it's interesting. Uh, my Halloween costume comes in a, there is a single size of Halloween costumes. And it says and there's an M on it. I haven't been an M since I was maybe 11. It's an M? There's, well, it just says like, hey, uh, there is a one size fits all M version Did, of my, like it is a- This should be funny. It like basically is gonna go down to my calves and up to my, what is this part of your arm? Your forearm. forearm. It's gonna go, anyway, I am excited. It is a fun color and it comes with a hat. Well, great. It comes with a hat. Uh, if you have not hung out with us for a super long time, uh, since our very first Halloween with a child, so years and years and years ago, we have done family-themed Halloween costumes. So uh, we will we'll be posting next week to sort of catch you up to date on all the Halloween costumes that you've missed. They're Phew. always um, family costumes and always 
is basically homemade. In your case, this year, I will be honest, we did buy the whole thing because it was too hard for us to like concoct. I can't make the thing. But everybody else's is homemade. And we've done it every year. And it's like a big tradition in our family. So we're super excited about this year's theme, which you will find out on Halloween. It's very funny. And the theme was dreamed up by our seven-year-old. So get your hearts ready. Uh, Feels it's, right. It's not at all what you would think a seven-year-old would dream <laughs> up, but he did, which is probably a sign of the end times. Uh, but here we are. It's actually, the thing is, what I like about our costumes is that they <clears throat> are not the thing that normally you would be like, oh, okay, a Star Wars movie is coming out, so you guys going for we Star Wars? We have never Wars? had something It's never trendy. been on trend. Never. It's never been the thing that everybody else is wearing, which is part of why yep. I think I like it. Um... Random side note, but having to do with Halloween. Remember when we talked about, bye! Bye! I'll see you later! Get Jackson to school, please! Go get in your car seat! Bye, Noah Jr. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. we see. Very Sounds cool. Sounds good. And I like your best sister shirt. Great. Good work. Love you. Um, so, uh, we told you guys that we had gone through a haunted, like one of those haunted house Ooh. Halloween things on last Friday because we're filming a segment for my YouTube channel, which should be up today. We will post it on um, Insta Stories. Um, It should be up today, but we used to have a show called Rach Tries and we're bringing it back. And this week is Rach Tries a Haunted House. So it's me and Dave walking through this like Halloween set up haunted house, people jumping out at us, us screaming, us cussing, us praying. It was terrible. It was, I think it's gonna be really funny. Fingers the video's crossed. gonna be great, but it was it was terrible. But what I found out yesterday that for sure you don't know either, they stayed, our crew stayed and went through every single one. Oh my goodness. And they said, I was talking to Eliza yesterday Why? and she said, she's like, you guys think that yours was scary? Like the other ones were horrifying. Oh, and I no. was like, no, no. No, thank we you. We knew that we were picking the one that was least horrifying. No, thank and you. And it still scares me. Yeah, pass on that. So, someone just said hello from Indonesia. Hello right back at you. Hello from Oregon. Hello from all over the world. We love it. Um, yeah, the point of the video that's going up today is we just want to make you laugh. We just want to, Rage Tries is fully about making you laugh. There's so much oh, yeah. negativity and grossness on the Let's internet. Let's just have we some want fun. to do something that makes you pee your pants just a little bit. I was driving to school this morning and Fort Hollis uh, was in the car with me and made an observation, which I think is an interesting thing from the perspective of a seven-year-old. And that was, I had my running soundtrack, my running playlist, my whatever just happened to be the thing that had previously been on my phone. So when the car starts, my running mix is is up. And he says, uh, and I basically said like, look, if you hear a song and you don't like it, just say next and I, you can be the DJ. So he says next, he says next, he, he says next. We get like five songs in and he's like, are every song ever, is every song ever made just about girls? Is it just about like girls or if it's a girl singing just about boys, why don't they ever have songs about like video games? And I was like, well, you know what, man? This might be the time for you to write maybe, a song. Hey, let's, maybe you found the space. Let's maybe mix you found this the up. Market. The white space is begging for a video yeah. game song. Uh, in terms of playlists, if you go onto Spotify and search my name, Miss Rachel Hollis, MS Rachel Hollis, I have all sorts of playlists, uh, workout playlists, 
uh, worship playlist, favorite country music, favorite pump you up. It's all there. I get asked about playlists all the time. It is over on Spotify. And you don't listen to a playlist you made. You're just listening to like running on Spotify, right? Usually I run with an app called oh, Spring, right, 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 not right. an ad, that is just a pacing app. So it just like helps me keep a beats per minute pace as I am running on the roads. And it kind of picks music based on the genre that I pre-selected. But the last couple runs, I've been running to somebody else created a playlist called Dance Party? Exclamation point. Which, it, not like they spelled out exclamation point. They just put up a thing that they were really excited about called Dance Party and then used an ex... Either way, it's just like Tayo Cruz, Mr. 305. Like, there are... Tayo Cruz isn't Mr. 305. No, no. Tayo Cruz has a song with oh, Mr. 305. Okay. Like, I would never pitbull. Dale. Dale. Don't lose it. Um, someone just said, is Spotify free? Yes. So it's free, but you have ads, just kind of like, um, what's the other one? Pandora. And then if you pay for the subscription, which I don't know how much it is, uh, this is not an ad, yeah. uh, you get it without ads. And music is one of my favorite things in the world. And Spotify, you can also listen to... Um, podcasts on not an ad like they are not a partner huh. i'm just telling you guys how it works um we do uh we pay for the subscription so we don't have ads and there's a thing where it's like a family plan that we do so we can have it and then our boys can have access to it as well so People they can saying it's 9.99 a month there, there you go, go. 9.99 a month yeah. so to me not everybody cares about music as much but to me ten dollars a month 100 percent worth it yeah we like it and our kids um, all use it so i mean we can also curate what they are able to listen to by turning off uh, things that have inappropriate lyrics. So yeah. that helps. Well, and for you too, because some of my playlists, especially my workout playlists, some of them have cuss words in them. Explicit but language. there's a setting that you can set in Spotify where if there is a song with explicit language, it'll just automatically remove that from the playlist without you having to do anything. So Yeah, you can't get Garth Brooks on Spotify. Amazon Music Amazon is Amazon Music is the only place you can listen Took to that guy. It took me a guy. hot minute to find him. I was like, <laughs> how is it possible that Garth Brooks' music is not on any of these things? And finally I realized it's on Amazon. He doesn't care about Spotify. He doesn't. But if you want to listen to The River, and of course you do. God, remember when we watched the, the video to The River? No, we didn't. We watched the video to Standing Outside the Fire. Well, that another makes me want to cry great, a little bit. Another great Garth song. Goodness um, gracious. I don't. I can't. I don't want to ever say when I have the opportunity to interview celebrities until the celebrity interview is done because what if it doesn't happen? But I am interviewing a. a it's amazing. Someone say it. Who cares? To, no, it's because happen. no, 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 no. Because then if you say, remember the time that I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this big yeah, interview and then true. it didn't happen. That's so true. So I'm not gonna say it until it's done. But tomorrow, allegedly, a very big for singer. the podcast, yeah. I am interviewing a very big musician that it's awesome is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big that deal. That is. I also am going to be honest. I'm going to be honest right now. I'm going to put it out in the universe. Did I DM Trisha Yearwood? What's up, Trisha? Yearwood? And tell her that I would love to have her on the podcast. When are and we going to be best friends? Support the new album and let me know what I could do. Did I DM her? Yes, I did. Yes, have you did. I heard back? No, I have no, not. No, you haven't. So I'm just, I don't know. But if you were following Trisha on social and occasionally you commented and was like, man, I would really love to see you, Trisha Yearwood, on Rachel Hollis' podcast. Let's get this 50 going. 50 million listens on Rachel Hollis' podcast. So it's one of the top 25 podcasts in the whole world, Trisha. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's do me this. And you. Let's make this best friendship official. Maybe you all just could be a crew of people who go around to celebrity accounts and say, you know what? You should do The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, <laughs> Kevin Hart, Dolly Parton. 
Gotta go do my girl Rachel's podcast. You know what we might need is to get one of them to cover the greatest song get it. that nobody's talking about. Get it, girl. Where's my sign? Come on, get the sign. up for Rise Business Conference. Yes, we Rise are. Rise Business Conference is November 7th through the 9th, three days of take your life and your business to the next level. And one of our speakers is my friend Marie Forleo, who is a dancer, Baller. was like a, no, yes, all the things, but also a dancer, um, used to do like video dance, like cardio dance. I didn't workout, know this but like this, she's a whole dancing thing with her. I did not know this. And we were talking about what she was going to come and speak on. And she was like, you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to choreograph like two or three eight counts for us. What? She's <laughs> like, I just think they'd love it. Can that be a they'd requirement of every speaker? I'm going to choreograph three eight counts for us to do together. And on the one hand, I'm like, I am here for it. I want to, And I'm like, on the other hand, I am teaching and speaking on stage for, you know, five hours a day for three days in a row. Marie, I love you, but can I just like, can we just God, dance without it having to be a choreographed situation? There's a lot of things that we have to already figure out. I mean, I know everything is figure outable, but like nice. a dance move. See how nice. I dropped that in there? Come nice. on. Come on. Um, somebody, yes, all of you are saying, can't wait for Rise Business. Neither can we. We cannot so wait. I am so excited. stoked. I'm actually, my both of my brothers are coming. I know. They both uh, have businesses mm -hmm. and they are. I was talking to one of my brothers yesterday. He's like, when was the last time we hung out and it wasn't a family thing? I'm like, yo. Good point. I am glad that we had to throw a business conference for 7,000 people to get us all in a stinking room <laughs> together. Let's go. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> hey, give us a heart or a thumbs up if you have already done your start today journal today or your start today practice today. Give them that made for more. Get close, honey. Get honey, close. It's right here. No, no, I'm I mean close. closer to the screen. Whoop. Hey, hey, have a great day. Have a great Wednesday. Love, Love you, brother. You look fantastic. Kind Love to everyone you. and friends with anyone. You gave me a thumbs up. Um, I also did... Can't talk about it yet. I'm trying to 10x this thing, Grant. You know. Come can't, on, brother. Can't, can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just trying to keep up. Um, what else was I going to say? What else oh, were you going to say? this week... Last 90 days, we're talking about health. Health. So what did you talk about with them yesterday? Yesterday, I talked about, well, I didn't really talk about health. I talked about the observation that I had in trying to do coaching for the first time of putting myself in your shoes so that I can, I could like appreciate for the first time how much harder it was than I thought it was. And I was encouraging people like, do what you can to find a way into the shoes of the person that you're in relationship with so that you can that is so actually nice. have some empathy for how freaking hard they're working. That so, is so nice. Well, and by the real. way, like a huge, when you came home from coaching and you said that, like, holy crap, I get it for the first time. I was like, because it has been, it, it, I talked about this yesterday in coaching, like, and I'm going to do a podcast about this or a YouTube about this, but I am next week is my last keynote speech of an 18-month 
literally road trip. on the road <laughs> once a week for 18 months, if not more than that. Or twice a week. Like, I mean, like, it's been more than even once a week. I was looking in 2019, you had more than 50 appearances. And we don't have 50 <laughs> weeks in the year yet, which means that there were plenty uh-huh. of weeks where you were on two stages yep. in a week. Yikes. Yep. Crazy. And so one thing is that I want to, I'm going to do a podcast about what I learned from 18 months on the road because yeah. that is crazy. But it was really, it was really, it was a blessing. But even blessings can be hard. Anyone who's a parent understands that reality, right? You can be blessed by something, but also it can be so freaking hard to get through. And so when you came home from coaching, you were like, oh my gosh, I get it. Yeah. Because I think sometimes when you're doing a hard thing, parenting is a great example. If you're a stay-at-home parent and your partner is working, and you talk about it a lot because I did complain, like, you're my only person. Yeah. And so I complained a lot to you or I was tired a lot to you or I was stressed out a lot to you. And sometimes you start to feel like I feel like I'm, I feel guilty or I feel like I'm whining or I feel like I'm, but I don't have anyone else to tell. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so freaking hard. Here's another observation though. I think this is interesting. You're great at it. And so I think sometimes when someone is great at something, you underestimate the work that it takes, the kind of effort that's required. Just because you make it look effortless doesn't mean that it doesn't require effort. Yeah. And so because I've watched you do it so well, and I know that you prepare, and man, you care so much about the way the students are taking away what you hope to have them take away, but it wasn't until I was up there like, okay, I'm gonna teach a two-hour course on finding your why. That's the thing that's gonna be an incentive for my book. I really feel passionate about it. It took a long time for me to find mine. And so, man, I wanted to do it really, really well. And I went in there, having watched Rachel do it so well because she's so good, and I was like, oh, it's a hard thing up here yell talking for what I thought. (laughs) I mean, like, here's the thing. I thought it was gonna be an hour. I was done and it was two hours and 20 minutes of me talking about how to find your why. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't even speak anymore. I didn't do this live. I couldn't do I didn't do this in front of an audience and you do it every single time and I left and I was like, "Holy cow." Yeah. This woman has been representing the like kind of work that it takes and the struggle and feeling sometimes overwhelmed by this and I have discounted some of that because of how easy she makes it look. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just because someone in your life or you have an ability to do it with a happy face, do it in a way that makes it feel or look easy, it doesn't mean that it is necessarily. And so I see you, honey. Dang, you freaking killing it. Though. Thank you. And by the way, I'm getting ready to, to coach for 12 months. So yeah, get I am like, I'm also like, oh, geez, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to take. Yeah. It's going to take me getting up and doing this thing in a way that I didn't even think I was going to need to. So in a beautiful way, I got a taste of what I've signed up for. Mm-hmm. Now I got to put in the dang work. Well, and what's so interesting about something like that is... It never, it, it, this is for any sort of big thing in life. It never gets easier. It just gets less stressful. Yeah. When you're training, right? So like, I mean, gosh, even like if you're physically working out, running a half marathon, you're, you know, it parenting again, like it never gets 
easier. It just gets less stressful. You're not, like the first couple months that I did coaching, I was so anxious and I remember I would finish the day and I would be in like the fetal position at night because I had just, right? I was so exhausted. <laughs> Same with conference. I used to go to a conference and I could do it, but I would finish and I would be completely depleted. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. No, sir. Get alive. Um, so for, um, for anything that it is you're working through, understand I, I i gave this in a keynote last week is you think because this is business life parenting working whatever you think because it's hard you're doing it wrong and the reality is it's just hard yeah living a life that's above what other people are willing to push for trying trying to remove yourself from mediocrity trying to get to a bigger place is always going to be hard because every time you're at a level, you're gonna level up. And every time you level up, new levels, new devils. It becomes something harder with every single step that you take up the ladder. I've been having this conversation with people on our team yeah, in the course of this last week. And the decision to do that, the decision to push ourselves into places where we maybe don't have perfect competency yet, or we're trying to do things that are different than the way other people do them, means that we make mistakes, that there's failure, and failure is just the cost of entry. and. I've been talking to people because I came out of an environment where everything worked. I worked at the biggest media company on earth, the Walt Disney Company. I am telling you, everything works. It's not like it was perfect, but if something did hide people, so much infrastructure that there was someone to come and fix the thing that was broken in a snap. And now we're doing this work in a startup kind of a mentality where we are pushing ourselves into things and doing things that are unconventional and different in ways that are totally working, which is awesome. But for anyone who's come out of anything traditional, it's jarring, it's disorienting to not have things work as well as they may have in your past life. And so I've had to just say like, just because it's hard, just because this is something that maybe is unconventional or different than what you know, it doesn't mean that you're not equipped for it. It doesn't mean that it's not just the price of entry. Right? Yeah. Um, so someone just asked a question, which is super interesting and totally kind of off topic, but I just find it really compelling. Someone just said, Rachel, how do you stay in feminine energy while you run a big company? So um, mm. uh, I, first of all, I think whatever your energy is, is great. There is no right way to be any kind of person. Um, whether you are more feminine, whether you are more masculine, I have very dear girlfriends who are definitely not rolling out that feminine energy and that doesn't make them the wrong or right kind of woman, that just is who they are. Yeah. So I think whatever you have is what you've got. My feminine energy comes from the way that I dress. So I like hair, I like lashes, I like nails, I like big earrings, like this is my style. And the fact that I am probably really in touch with my emotions, I can get to a place of empathy really fast, I am crying half the time, right? But I am very masculine energy when it comes to the work that I do. Yeah. Like I am freaking alpha. And you guys don't really see that because you're not sitting in meetings with me where I'm like, I will cut a B, right? <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I, and so I think I just want to point that out. I'm both. I am absolutely both, and I think most of us are both. We definitely lean yeah. one, in one area or another, but I would also say I, 
I probably am not, I'm not girly. And in fact, my best girlfriends are very similar in that we all, like if you think about my best girlfriends, we all have masculine energy. By the way though, like I think part of what makes me unique is my ability to tap into feminine energy yeah, and be connected real. to more of the emotive pieces of connecting interpersonally with people than, you know, maybe what most men yeah. do. Like who cares what most anybody does? Yeah. Do the thing yeah. that is uh, like a reflection of who you are most. Be comfortable doing both mm -hmm. and do the things that make the most sense in each of the scenarios that you find yourself mm -hmm. in. Because there are times when I need to be a certain way mm -hmm. and then 10 minutes later I'm in a completely different environment that requires a completely different version of me. It doesn't mean that I'm be being inauthentic to who I am. Mm -hmm. I am just being conscientious of what the environment calls for and showing up well. Well, and I think leadership, like true servant leadership is you are leading each member of your team differently. Yeah. In the same way that as a parent, you should be parenting each kid differently. They're not the same people and so you can't serve them well in the same way. Um, speaking of leadership, just because it's on my brain, um, next month's business coaching in November is leadership. How do you, hire a team how do you find the right people how do you lead them well how do you fire someone if you need to how do you um, our company is built around the idea of servant leadership which is uh, we believe that our place and our role in this company is it's the visionary it's the shepherd here's how we're getting from here to here but how we're getting from here to here is that we are serving you as our team what do you need us to do how can we be helpful um, so next month in uh, business coaching that's what it's about if you are uh, interested in that. Good times. Yeah, good times. Yo, I saw so many people saying that they got their tickets for San Diego. Yes. It went on sale yesterday. Unbelievable. Half the room sold yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Half the freaking room. Yep. You guys are the greatest humans on the planet. We are excited. It is the biggest event that we have ever thrown. It is a setup where Rachel and every other speaker, me, everyone else, will be speaking in, in the, the center round. of the room. It'll be in the round. The energy is so insane. I am excited about this. Uh, what's life coaching uh, for next month? I don't remember. Oh, come on, Rachel. I'm Hollis. sorry. I only remember the leadership one because that's something that our business coaching community has asked for like 57 yeah. times, so it's in my brain. Um, but it's on thehollisco.com under coaching if you want to check it out. Uh, someone just asked, oh, uh, someone just asked a question. They said, how can you be a great leader if you're not the boss or, the, or in management? Every single person, everybody watching this right now, everybody listening to this on podcast has influence. And if you have influence, then you are a leader if you choose to step into that role. Leadership looks like caring more about the other people around you than you care about. It's like their success is your success. Yeah. Um, leadership to me looks like you care as much about someone's life and how they're doing in their personal life as you do in how they are serving you or your team or your greater mission, right? Everyone has influence though. Yeah. Like the idea that you at an entry level can't have influence in a way that is a manifestation of what real leadership is, is a limiting belief. You gotta just believe that no matter your level, no matter whether you have people who directly report to you or not, that you can have influence, that you can be a leader. And the more that you believe that and step into it, the more that the people who are wondering if you can actually lead a team, if you are deserving of a promotion, when they see you just standing in a leader's body, 
employee walking in that door, they're going to want to put you in a role that actually forces you to do more of it for more people. How to stay on track for last 90 days during a girls weekend. Amanda, you got to know your why. You've got to be strong and you have got to have a plan. Yeah. You've got to have a plan for what you are going to do. You've got to envision what it's going to feel like on the other side of that weekend if you, when you stick to your word. You also need to tell all your ladies that you are coming in hot with this commitment because they will be supportive if they're the kind of friends that you want to have in your life. They will be supportive if they know what they are supporting. But if you skirt around it, play it down, don't talk about how committed you are, when it comes time for shots, 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 then you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> LMFAO, come on. I know, it just that threw me off. I was like trying to say something wise and then like no, it didn't happen. Oh, someone just asked a really good question and I forgot what it, I really want to answer it. I have drank so much water this morning that I, I have to uh, actually get up and go to the bathroom. Fear of public speaking holding you back in your career. Go follow me on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn is where I post all of my information about anyone who owns a business or is working inside of a business and one of the articles I wrote was my best public speaking advice um wait someone asked a really good question um do 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 where's rise run new information coming on that um um, oh how's sober october going great good work i have not you're so close to the end of alcohol in all of october and if you are wondering if i'm going to take this newfound whatever and just have it be no No. i am going actually i will i won't drink until after rise business so um because i don't tend to drink the the week before a conference anyway just like want everything to be super clean and make sure i'm on track but you know what i remember 10th i was realizing i told rachel we were driving the other day I, this last weekend was the first weekend of the second half of my taking a year off of drinking. Yeah. So like I crossed over the mountaintop of the six month mark. I'm now in, in the seventh month of not drinking. I haven't had a drink. I'm still not going to be drinking when this thing is done. Come on. USO San Diego, when can we apply? I will find out that information for you. Yeah. I actually don't know, but we always do tickets for um, military and military spouses. Uh, we will absolutely find out that information for you. No Drink November. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys. I have a crazy day of meetings. I have got to go. I love you. I am rooting for you. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.